Welcome, everyone, to a special edition of Ian Hates Music. We are pretty much live on a Friday night, and this time I have two great co-hosts on the Sinners line right now. So let's start with the one you know. We've got Dave. Dave, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Not too bad. I think we have a shit ton to talk about tonight. Yeah, this is gonna be, I think so. Yeah, a lot of fun. I don't want to do a ton of editing with tonight's show because I think we just need to get this out there because now we have a brand new co-host to Ian Hates Music. Once again, on the other Sinners line, we have James. James, please introduce yourself to everyone. Hello. Uh, you said great co-host. I don't know about that. I'm certainly a co-host, but I don't know about great. <laughs> All right. But... I appreciate the humbleness. <laughs> I do. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm James. Uh, I've been listening to listening to the genre of music my entire life. Um, I'm actually a musician in this scene. Yes. Uh, I specialize in vocals. Uh, I dabble in other stuff as well, but vocals is kind of my main game. I do the screaming and the singing and, you know, everything in between, even though there's nothing else really in between. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm just excited to be here. I've been a longtime listener. I've been listening since the first convictions episode which is funny because that was jackson's first episode as well right i see you as an exact replacement for jackson yeah except (laughs) uh yeah except i don't bring the uh the ethnicity to the table true true. not as not as goofy and no terrible star wars tattoos right uh i love star wars but no star wars tattoos ah see well you're a normal (laughs) normal human being then I got you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to listen to this and be so mad. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. But I do like that James is actually an artist and a musician. So now that's going to put our fucking podcasts on the map finally. Because you yeah. know that's the only way. Answers. Yeah. It's the only way to get anywhere in this podcast game. And mm-hmm. memes. And memes. And memes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out memes. to Ian Hates Facebook. <laughs> yeah, baby. See, look at that. Already doing the plugs. You are a perfect, great co-host. See? It's already yeah, there. we'll see. Well, <laughs> on that note, and I'm sure we'll get to know your personality a lot more as we continue on, but because we were supposed to do this a little earlier, we had some mic issues, we were going to do this whole recap of like the last five fucking weeks of the scene. Now we're going to add in like another week into that as yeah. well. So we have a shit ton to talk about. So let's get to it. It's time for Scene News.
All right, guys, it is scene news time. I am here once again with Dave and James, and we're just going to kind of talk about some of the quick things first. So first thing off, first thing off, we have Norma Jean. They are already in studio now to be doing, I believe, their eighth album, if I'm not mistaken. So that is pretty damn cool, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I I didn't know. I really enjoyed Norma Jean until recently, and that's what, pretty. Was polar yeah, t- similar? T- t- a lot for me to say. Well, right. Well, was polar similar? What got you into them? Uh, honestly, just his recent single. <laughs> oh wow! Holy shit! Yeah, All right, you wow. need to go back and listen to everything they've ever done. I know. I did a while back ago when you went. It's been a while. I think you went to the you went to their <laughs> show instead of in her own words. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. That's when I checked him out. I did enjoy it, but I, I do enjoy this new, the newest single the most. Okay. Even though it says like five words. Well, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, they did a teaser. They're in the studio. Really, once again, there's not much to talk about. It's just letting people know that they are working on something. I would imagine we'd either get it the end of this year to the beginning of next mm-hmm. year. So, yeah. yeah. Not, not a whole Pol- lot to go over. Yeah, Polar Similar was one of my favorite albums of 2016, so I'm very very excited for this. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a fucking great album. So, And Absolutely. I'll also cap that off by saying everyone should go see them live when you can. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I want to. There you go. Next up, we've got Reba Myers of Code Orange. She is, I believe, the first female to release a, signu- a signature guitar, and I think it's on ESP, right? I think so. Yeah. So I hate I, Code Orange. Oh, what? <laughs> See, wow. people, this is why we got rid of Dave. Yeah, this is why we have a new co-host coming on to replace Dave. That is bring a, a lot more positive, positive vibes. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of Code Orange. I think it's awesome she has this guitar. Look, I mean, we're a non-visual podcast right now, so we can't talk about what it looks like, but it's a cool-ass looking guitar. Yeah, and I'm from Pennsylvania, so having that I'm sorry. little piece of oh yeah, god, yeah. It's, it's that's sucks. the worst. I was born state. in Maryland. <laughs> I was born in Maryland. See, I've lived here since I was like ten, dude. <laughs> I'd put I'd put Maryland as the worst state. So you went from the worst. Oh, I to put the Pennsylvania. Oh, oh man, man. Oh, I that hate stinks. both. Of them. Yeah. Oh, believe me, I hate both of them, Dave. I'm with you. But let's not. I mean, Dave, you also shouldn't be throwing stones. You fucking live in Ohio. So at least I'm the next like, state over, dude. Songs after me, you know. <laughs> you do. My heart's there. My heart yes. is definitely there, but still, it's a shitty thing. And, and Ohio's Ohio on fire. Yeah, Ohio is on yeah. fire. That's true. So is Alexis. Oh, by the way, can we just <laughs> yeah. mention that? That they're teasing new music? Alexis oh, on fire? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be fucking awesome. Unless they're coming back to do a jazz album. Yeah, and we've seen <laughs> that done recently. So yeah. I haven't had enough of jazz and pop this beginning yeah. of 2019. Fuck Alexis, 2019. Alexis on fire EDM. Yeah. Jazz core only. <laughs> Jazz core. That's not bad. That's not bad. Jazz core only. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Let's move on from that one as well because, like I said, we had a couple quick ones there. So let's talk about something that I think we had talked about a few times already with Warp Tour. I just wanted to. Everyone knows they're not a tour. It's like a festival that they're doing this year for the 25th anniversary. And we mentioned that they were doing East Coast, West Coast. Now they actually have the dates and where they're going to be. So I'm just going to read these off. On June 8th in Cleveland, Ohio, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. June 29th in Atlantic City. Same with June 30th in Atlantic City, which is kind of weird. It's weird to be in Atlantic City, but I kind of get it. I would have thought New York City, but it is what it is. 
And then July 20th and the 21st in Mountain View, California. I almost, I was like, what's CA? I completely forgot <laughs> what it was. And then, yes, it's California. So they're hitting. What is call? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, without me stumbling over because I've done two shows today plus a whole bunch of other shit. Yes, California. So I would love to make all of those. I don't think that's going to be possible. I know a lot of people. Now, James, you might be in the same boat as me. Obviously, Dave, you can make it to the Cleveland one. But for yep. James and I, I know a lot of people that are doing road trips down to New yep. Jersey. So who knows? We might be able to get a shit ton of people that are going to be going down there for that one. And that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've only ever been to one show in New Jersey. And I uh, want to make it make sure it's a long time before I go back. Well, that's, that is very <laughs> true. That is very true. And on that, on that note, too, I do want to announce that they do have the final, uh, you know, fi- wow, why am I having so much trouble? They're having the final list of bands are, are completely done for So What? That's happening, mm-hmm. I believe, in Houston mm-hmm. and Dallas. I hope right. to be able to cover that the way that I did two years ago, but I have no mm-hmm. idea if that's going to happen or not. Mm-hmm. So. It, it is what it is. But once again, just quick things for sure. But now I want to ask Dave, take over. Let's talk a little bit about Slaves. Oh, no. <laughs> slaves. What used to be. What what used to be, yes. Yeah. Again, I mean, I mean, is anyone surprised at this point? Really? Like, are you shocked Johnny's out of the band? Because I'm not. <laughs> No, there's no way someone who gets that many face tattoos is just gonna <laughs> just just prevail. You know, it just I I don't I, I don't prevail. see it. No, no I, I was just <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> I I think the interesting part of this was that they both the band and Johnny made separate statements. And for anyone that doesn't know, we'll just recap this really quick. They were on a European tour, or they were in the UK, and Johnny just left. And the band yeah. says that he just left them high and dry. And people were kind of pissed at them for their statement because they said in it that Johnny chose his addiction over the band. And a lot of people are saying, well, if you're addicted to something, you don't get to choose that because you would obviously choose not to have the addiction. So the PC people really came out against that, especially anyone yeah. that has any addiction in their family. So they were very mad about that. Johnny then made a statement afterwards saying, look, go see them. I decided to leave the band because I need to go back to rehab. I believe was, I mean, allegedly, I think that's what he said. So Mm. it's a different statement from both. It's the same outcome either way, though. I would be surprised if he ever got back into Slaves. I don't know. That's what I would think. (laughs) Uh, The next band who step, step up to the plate. Who's next? You know? He's gonna he's next. gonna do the same thing again. Just give it a little more time. Next band, indentured servants. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be more PC, you know. So yeah, right. <laughs> it's like how they take uh, Indian burial ground or Native American burial ground out of pet cemetery, because yeah. you know that wouldn't be PC in context. You know who who would care about that? So right, whatever. Right. <laughs> but look, he his voice his voice is so fucking good that he's gonna get any band anytime. Yeah, that's just the way it is. He he really just needs to just stay away from touring altogether. I would think so, but 
I, I don't know what his trigger is. I would assume it's just anything that happens because this just keeps happening over and over again. So hopefully, I think we said this on the show a bunch of times, hopefully he gets the help he needs so he can yeah. continue on because it is really shitty to lose that kind of talent. And he is so fucking talented. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a shame. It's a crying shame, man. I love how like James is much, much nicer, you can tell, than Dave. And I'm like the middle, <laughs> I'm like the middle person here. <laughs> like Dave's just like, fuck him, who cares? Like, <laughs> don't be addicted I mean, to shit. Yeah. And I was literally just about to say, I don't know, man. I believe I'm in the caliber. I think anybody can change. What anyone a, besides Johnny Craig? Well, <laughs> what a perfect segue, though, I would say, because why not talk about some news that just came out? Which is that as they lay dying, were canceled from, and I, I don't remember. I don't even want to give publicity to the place because I know that's why they did it. But yeah. they had they had a public outcry, quote unquote, public outcry for this as they lay dying show coming up on their upcoming tour. So James, I know you are a huge, huge fan of domestic violence. So would you please <laughs> tell us about this? <laughs> <laughs> uh i will say i'm a huge fan of as i lay dying oh okay uh, <laughs> so yeah wanting to kill your I wife that... i get it <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the backstory is um so as i lay dying is one of the bands that helped get me to start performing so of course i'm a little biased i love how it's my first episode i'm already giving people reasons to hate me no, no. Um, <laughs> this is fun this is fun so um, my stance with Tim is like I was saying with uh, when we were talking about slaves is <laughs> I am of the caliber that I believe anybody can change. And I was actually talking about this with somebody at my job the other day <laughs> where Tim Lambesis is a very unique case in terms of like the artist messing up and the fans responding to that person messing up. Uh, because most of the time, like when you see people like Jesse Lacey, or the dude from Lost Prophets. Oh, like what geez. they yeah, like Please. what they do is horrible. <laughs> like what they do is horrible. And like immediately when people are just like, uh, if you ask them, do they deserve to be back in music? Immediately no. No, right. they yeah. are canceled for life. Right. Tim is an interesting case because what he did was still bad, but it wasn't on the level of, you know, a Jesse Lacey. Um at least in my opinion. Well, it, it would have been had had everything yeah, gone through the way he been. wanted to. It would have been. That's yes. yeah, that's a fair point. Right. Um and I know that a big reason why a lot of people don't want to support him is because of that hypothetical situation. Mm -hmm. Um and if that's your case, that's fine. Like you are you and you're entitled to your opinion. Right. Uh personally, I don't believe in justifying or not justifying something in the case of hypotheticals, I justify things or don't justify them in the cases of what actually happened. Sure. And so once Tim got out of jail, um, the way I saw him handle the situation uh, made me want to see what would happen. Like I basically said that I, I said, I said to myself as big of an SLA dying fan as I am. And, you know, it still was at that point. Uh, I wouldn't support that band unless I saw a visible change in Tim Lambesis. Right, right. And in my opinion, I have seen that change. I've seen 
you know, I didn't look. I, all I know is that the venue was in Memphis. That's all I know. I didn't look up what the venue was. I didn't look up anything about it. Right. I just saw Tim post about it and the amount of humility that I saw in his post and a bunch of various other posts that he's made since he's been out of jail has made me respect him. And he does a lot of things, I think, to redeem himself while also not trying to get recognition. Like he was saying that a lot of proceeds from this upcoming Isola dying tour, which I'm going to. Yeah. Right. Um, a lot of proceeds from this upcoming Isola dying tour is going towards uh, uh, current prisoners that are eventually going to get released. Um, I forget what kind of program he does, but he is basically going to use this money to help prisoners become uh, active better, members of society. Yeah, yeah better, better, better members of society. Yeah. Rehabilitated yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Right. right, right. And he was saying that like, statistically, a lot of people that are released from prison end up back in prison because systems don't help them get back into, into don't get integrated into society correctly. Right, right, right. right. No, I, I totally get that. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. look, he fell, I'm always for the underdog. So he fell short of his goal and mm -hmm. I want to see him get to his goal. So I'm just hoping that, you know, he can finally get his wife murdered. Like, that's what I'm hoping. It's like, <laughs> I love a fairy tale ending. I do. Okay. okay. <laughs> so he's still, I love Fair someone enough. working towards their goal. So I just hope it works out for him. <laughs> he's got a new wife now. So. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, now he, now he can go after two of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two no, for man. one. Uh, I, I mean, I, I honestly, I totally get it. I had to set up the joke there, obviously. But no, no, I, I, I do I do get it. it. It's I think, Dave, I'm not sure if your opinion or my opinion has really changed since we talked about it before. I don't hate the guy. We just have... No. And I and I do believe in people being rehabilitated. I believe in mm -hmm. people showing forgiveness and or I believe in people wanting to show forgiveness. I believe in people wanting to change. Like I think that's a very good thing. Just for us, there's so much fucking good music out there that I don't plan on wasting my time being like, let me, oh man, I can't wait till that new album comes out. Because there's just so many albums that I have to listen to. Mm-hmm. That's right. the way. I don't know, that. Dave. Has it changed for you? No, it's pretty much the same. I, I'm I'm kind of just taking like the back seat or sitting eating my popcorn, just watching this absolutely train wreck of a tour take place because it's going to happen again, probably. Well, you know, might, there's going to be more backlash. There's going to be more. But don't and, I mean, I'm not against tour. or for it. So right. yeah, sorry to sorry to talk over on that one. No, you're fine. I just mean the first tour went really fucking well. Like they sold out, mm -hmm. I think every single place yeah. that was where kingdom of giants was on tour with them. Like, yeah. so this is really the first time this has happened. So yeah, for publicity, something yeah. like this might happen again, but it never happened before. So why all of a sudden now does it matter? Yeah. That's the yeah. strange <laughs> part for me. So James, I know hopefully you'll be able to give us a review of when you go see them play. Cause they're not coming. I mean, they're going to be in Connecticut, I think that's the closest to me, and yeah. I'm just not making that trip. It's either Rhode Island or Connecticut. I'm not making that trip for that. Yeah, I'm seeing them in Baltimore on a Monday night, so that'll be fun. Well, I hope you survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm from Baltimore. Yeah, well, I was born in Baltimore. So you know. So you were oh, well yeah. aware. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going there this Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, good luck. Yeah. I would love Thanks. to do a show with you on Monday. We'll, we'll see. 
<laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. So anyone have anything else they want to say about that before we move on? No, I'm good. All right. Let's go into some more Twitter beef because we do love talking about this. This made me laugh out loud. I was sending texts to Dave about it because Dave does not have Twitter. He's one of the smart ones, so he doesn't have to deal with all this bullshit. But (laughs) I have a lot of people on my timeline that follow Senses Fail and then people that also follow Franz and Attila and everything. And again, the whatever beef they've had for years got ignited because I think it was a fan or someone that works possibly at Stay Sick. And I, I'm going to say allegedly because I, I don't want to really do a whole lot of research on this. I think they had said, hey, remember when like Senses Fail called all of my friends rapists and all that kind of shit? Mm. And then Senses Fail responded to that by saying, and this is, I believe it's Buddy who's in charge of their account, was saying, look, I have a daughter and if she ever looks up or wants to be proud of her dad, I would never want to be around a trash band with trash people like Attila. And he brings up, and I'm going to, for anyone, I hope you don't get triggered by words, but they start talking about the word faggot and stuff. And Mm -hmm. look, I was telling Dave, I was bullied my entire, you know, high school, all the way through high school, all that stuff. The amount of times I've been called faggot, I should be able to say the word without any (laughs) issues. So I'm just going to let people know that. Same. But what was interesting was we we all know, I mean, James, Dave, you've heard the songs Attila have made that have had the word faggot in them, correct? Yeah. 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 In yeah, context, yeah. it's against the people that would be calling people faggots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Buddy has had that issue with Senses Fail from the, or sorry, Buddy has had the issue with Attila back when they were at Warp Tour. So now they just started going through fans making fun of each other and the biggest joke for some reason was wow i can't believe that this band's still around so the senses fail people are saying i can't believe attila's around and the attila fans and franz are saying i can't believe senses fail is around still yeah which was a strange Mm. diss for both of them i would think because how do you not know that bands are still around it's kind of your job to know that right yeah you think i would think yeah, I mean, you see them out on big tours. I mean, Franz is aware of the Amity Affliction, and they're on tour with Census Fail. Census Fail is also, I mean, they see Attila stuff all the time. And Attila has a brand new album coming out, and everyone knows it, and it's going to do ridiculously well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's just a weird thing. I also like that Jared Alonji got into <laughs> it as well, because he was calling fans dumb for the you know the use of the word faggot. And saying, like, look, in context, this is what he's saying. How are you not smart enough to understand that? And then Census Fail was like, who the fuck is Jared Alonji? And you know Census Fail <laughs> knows who Jared Alonji is. So it's like, what a weird diss now. It's like, oh, no, I don't know you. So that's supposed yeah. to be like, oh, drop the mic. You got him. Burn. <laughs> it, 2019's running out of ways. I guess, to, uh, yeah, <laughs> to make fun of people, right. So it's just very strange to me. Maybe it'll help them both with album sales or whatever i don't know but even kevin lineman yeah kevin lineman yeah. from uh warp tour got in the mix and was like yeah i remember when we all talked about that together and then he was like hey maybe we'll bring back a cage fight between jared alonji and senses fail and i was yeah. like i'd fucking pay i'd pay for that hell in a cell yeah yeah i think that'd be a shit ton of fun like, they did that at every warp tour date 
Like that would be fucking yeah. fun <laughs> as fuck. So it's just it's all dumb shit. I do think it's weird that fans will get on either of them or anyone who stands up for themselves. Fans will be like, "Oh, I thought you were above this." Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, it's so weird. Like, when did people get so hey, soft? Well, soft. And, well, <laughs> why can't you stand up for yourself? Like, why is that yeah, a bitch right. move? Like, why can't you be open and honest instead of ignoring things? Like, I thought ignoring shit was way more boring and stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Guess That's again. Just, it's another thing. If it's not one thing, it's another, right? Yeah. People yeah, love to hate, something. man. Yeah. Hence the show. <laughs> I was going to say, we're on Ian Hates Music after all. <laughs> yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, we mostly talk about stuff we love, but I think most of this has been making fun of things. Because <laughs> what else are you going to do? <laughs> we'll get to the good stuff coming up soon. But I do think, and this is this will be fun. So, James, I don't think we really told you about this. So, Dave, I think this goes into another story that will then go into another story. So, you want to start with Bring Me the Horizon? Oh, let's go there. Okay. Oh, boy. Dave, I'm letting you in control because I've been talking so much. I need to fucking drink this beer, all right? Okay. So you take over. Teach James right. how it's done. Oh, I'll teach him all right. <laughs> so long story short here, Ollie is loving the feedback from the album. You know, he, he likes the, the, the rant and raving. He likes how he likes the fans reaction. Okay. Right. But the fans numbers have dwindled and now I won't. I won't. Allegedly, now numbers have been posted up in different websites, different sources, different magazines. Well, they went from roughly fifteen to twenty thousand. Well, they went from forty-five to fifty thousand first week on that's the spirit mm-hmm. to fifteen thousand mm-hmm. to twenty thousand. That is a fucking punch in the balls. I mean, that is that's a drop, yeah. man. That like, is a huge drop. It That's really huge. Is. I mean, if it would have been like years and like, you know, sometimes we talk about album sales that happened in 20, even 2010 even, right. and we can't compare them because it's different now how people stream music. For sure. But yeah. That's a Spirit and this Dumpster Fire are very, <laughs> they're in the same era. And it's, you can compare these two, I feel like. They're not out of they're not out of touch with technology when this came out compared to when that's the spirit came out. So these, these numbers I think do have tell a little bit of a story. Um, that's a, that's a big drop. And I, I think we all know why, right? I mean, well, do I have to say it? I, I'd love to know what the, and I, I think we know, I think people have lis- listened to the show for years. No, we don't normally talk numbers because most of yeah. the time we're talking about music we love and we're making yeah. fun of something that we don't like or whatever. With this though, mm-hmm. I wish we knew what the sempaternal, what the wow, why am I having trouble? Sempaternal. I wish we knew those numbers because I. You think, keep talking, Ian, and I will find it. All right, you you find that. So, I think first of all, let me mention. I don't know if anyone knows this or not. I have never sold fourteen, fifteen, sixteen thousand albums. I've never done it. So yeah, me that, yeah, so let's just say that's awesome for them to even be able to do that because they are talented. You know, you can say whatever you want about the direction of the music. We know Bring mm-hmm. Me are talented. Now, for us, we did that special show where it was just Dave and I talking about that album, Ammo, the whole entire time. And we both don't like it. To me, and we're going to get into another story that's similar to this after this, but to me, 
it doesn't even it shouldn't even be reviewed by people in the scene because no. it's not our music anymore. I have the numbers here. All right, go ahead. 27,522 first week sales. Okay. So wow. they did better with Sempaternal, but they did much better with That's the Spirit. So yes. you can say yeah. that the change in sound in that case worked in their favor. And then yeah. you can now say that changing it again did not work in their favor. Now, obviously, yep. as a, you know, I'm an engineer, I, I know stats a little bit. You need to have more data points to really, you know, know something about it. But yeah. what is interesting was they were pushing that this was, I think, their first time they've ever been number one in like yeah. UK charts. They were really oh, wow. pushing that, but they're not talking about how their sales have dropped tremendously. Yeah, they just picked a good week to be released. I think, you know, I was reading an article a while back, like the first week or two of January, like what the leading artist was that week. And if you will, you've never heard of him and he had over 50,000 followers on whatever t type of platform he was on. Right. I mean, it, it, it's a timing thing, you know, that he they're number one right now because there isn't shit out right now. Okay. <laughs> sure. And yeah. like, I mean, like you kind of alluded to before, Album sales aren't what they used to be, for sure. No. But right. pop music, which they're supposed to be now, that's what everyone's like, yeah, they yeah. matured, they evolved, they're pop music. <laughs> pop music still sells. Yeah. So Supposedly. Supposedly, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but look, I take a look at how much Taylor fucking Swift sells and how much you know Ariana Grande sells, and I guarantee it's more than what they sold for ammo. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's that's a weird thing. So all those people saying, look, they matured, they're making a better sound, pop means popular, like this is great for them. Well, it's not though. Because it's all about money. So yeah. where'd it go? I feel like you've entered into the pop realm once your songs can be start using in like car commercials or whatever. Oh or yeah. Like in movies. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. It's and I'm not and once again not calling them sellouts because I think in order yeah. to sell out, you have to be doing something that you don't want to do or you wouldn't right. normally be willing to do for money. So I don't think they're selling out that way. I think they just, this is the sound they wanted to go with. And I mean, I did, yeah. I, spoiler alert, I'm going to have Landon Tours on the show. And oh. we talk, yeah, we talk about that where we ask the question like, do you want to see a band play music? that they don't want to play. So my yeah. assumption with Bring Me the Horizon right now is that all the old stuff is stuff they don't want to play. But they're doing it mm. because they know that's how you bridge the gap between new fans and old fans. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I from like the artist's perspective, like I um would never want to play music that I don't want to play. Like right. just plain and simple because that would be pure torture. It would literally just be like the equivalent of me like clocking into work and then clocking out. Right. Or like I would love playing one song and then I would hate playing the next. I mean, it's different if it's like if I'm not the biggest fan of like a certain song anymore, but like it's a crowd favorite. Mm -hmm. Like like the energy of the crowd would probably get me through. Okay. But and like, that's that's actually what Landon says too. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to give too much away and I kind of just slipped that in there. But I think people are really going to like that. But that'll be out in probably like a couple weeks or something like that. But okay. it's just it's one of those things. So are we good with this talk? Are we ready to move on a little bit? 
Yeah, until more news comes out about it, I'm sure it's it's not over. No, no, it definitely won't be. And this will be, I think, a hot topic. Yeah, 2019 is going to be a very weird year for music. And I think that's where we're going right now because we're not going to do an album review. But I did want to talk about Emma Rosa. Oh. Oh. Yep. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I, I, this is a surprise, but I did want to do it because their new album, Peach something, Peach Club. Oh, the Peach Club. Peach Club. That came out today. But cool. the other day, I am actually going to plug an interview, which I don't normally okay. do, you know, unless it's my own. But there is a website called Pop Crush. Never Ooh. heard of them before. I would imagine it's because they cover pop music, and I don't like pop music. So. Yeah. Amorosa shared this on their Facebook, I think it was like a couple days ago, and yeah. I was interested, and I was like, let me check this out. So the, the interviews with Bradley, which I'm just mm-hmm. going to make fun <laughs> of his, like, I, I hate that name, Bradley. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so fucking weird. So I'm going to make fun of him now because the reason is if you go and you read this interview, he pretty much trashes all of us. So... The point of the interview seems to be talking about Pete's Club, but then also talking about the negative reactions that he's been getting on social media about the album itself. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a part of it, and I'm just looking for where it is right now, because I thought it was probably one of the most interesting things that he said on here. So let me see. Where is it? Oh. So first of all, he says he loves Taylor Swift. So mm-hmm. right there, okay. I don't trust his opinion on anything. So that's, <laughs> that's one of the things right there. The other was, I guess some people had said, hey, your music now sounds like Maroon 5. And this is what he said to that. People try to rip it apart like, oh, this sounds like, and then insert any wildly successful pop artists. And I'm like, yes, yes, you're right. Bobby, our bassist, was writing about the record and was like, Peach Club is a terrible post-hardcore record. And it is. It's a terrible post-hardcore record because it's a fucking amazing pop record. Uh, now, this is his, uh, this is his words yep. here. So then he goes, fans of post-hardcore are giving their opinion on a pop album, and that's when you get the negativity. It's like a plumber walking into a kitchen and telling the chef, hey, man, you should do this. Stick to the shit you know. Uh. Oh, uh, that to unravel there. Yeah, that annoys the fuck out of me. Now, yeah. I appreciate that he's being honest and yeah. I appreciate that he wants to go make whatever music he wants. That's fine. Yeah. But once again, it gets in that thing where it's like you can't tell us how we're supposed to feel about the art that you put out. Yeah. <laughs> and just because I do love post hardcore does not mean that I can't rip apart your terrible fucking album i mean no matter how much you think you've made the greatest pop record of all time you definitely didn't because there's a generation called the 80s like there was a time called the 80s and that was over 30 years ago but that's exactly what your music is ripping off yeah and that's what i've been joking about on my social medias is that i can't believe that so many people like this album Because it's been done a million times. They're working on nostalgia because this is an 80s pop album. Yep. And this this I'm just gonna go down a rabbit hole and I understand that. But (laughs) Ian, 
This is not a trick question, James. Uh-oh. You two. Why yeah. did you get involved with this this style of music way back in the day? 2000, I don't know, for me, probably 05, 06 is when I really went into it. Why did you get involved in this music? James, I'll let you go first. Was it POD? Yes. It was uh, Slipknot, actually. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but what made you start listening to this type of music? Do you know uh, like the exact reason? It's not a trick question, I swear. No, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there were a few bands I listened to before Slipknot at like yeah. 2010. I was like 14 or something. Yeah. Uh, I just loved the just the punk rock mentality yeah. of it like okay. not giving a crap making what you want to make doing what you want to do uh you know the lyrics that you know like these feelings were like the lyrics were my my feelings yeah. on on paper yeah um yep. so the long and short of it that's essentially why right. I, I just loved the music yep yeah and i'm gonna be along the same line as that i was bullied my entire fucking life yeah. and the lyrics spoke to me Technically, I loved the music. I loved how technical the yeah. music could be. I loved the lyrics. I was on the outside, and this was yep. music that made me yeah. feel like I wasn't on the outside. Spot on. Yeah. Like you both said it. Like because we, I mean, there's you. You were not the majority of right. your high school. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Now the music that this scene of music wants to be a part of that majority. Right. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. that is why I've decided to erase this band from yeah. ever. I I won't discuss this band again. Like I did, Bradley's like, gonna it, be it, super pissed. It, it defeats the purpose. <laughs> like, why do I don't want to listen to pop? That's why I don't. That's why I, did, I didn't get into this. I don't. If I wanted to listen to pop, I would listen to Rune Five. Yeah. I turn on the radio. Right. Yeah. No. I. But that that no. Not I, for me. I'm glad you brought that up, Dave. And yeah, and that's, uh, by the way, another cringy, douchey thing that, you know, good old Bradley said in this interview was that the people that get it, they're in the club. Yeah. All right. They're in the club. Oh, now, God. look, <laughs> I personally, I'm in Doug Club, but that's yeah. just me. That's how that's how I roll. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, let's do another happy fucking death day to you, whatever fucking bullshit. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just... I'm going to leave them in the past. And I think what he's so sore about really is that he took over in a band and could never make any album that was anywhere near as good as the original. No, no, Mm. not even close. Talk about someone who's living in the shadow of Johnny Craig. Yeah. Oh man. Like, and I know we said this before the show, Ian, and I wanted to save it now. This is worse to me than uh, a Mo. Wow. And, because I did find one or two songs on that album that they were pop songs or EDM songs. Yep. But I, I do I did enjoy them. This I can't pull anything out of this. This is this well, is can... wishy washy fake. Oh like, yeah, it's definitely fake. Oh, it's cringeworthy. That yeah, it I just cringe. feel like a five year old girl. I, I don't like this. <laughs> and you would know. You would know. What yes, that I have like, one so. upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tied up. She'll in love this. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that's yeah, – honestly, look, I did listen to it because, you know, I don't normally make fun of something unless it's a really shitty movie that you see a trailer and you know it's going to suck. I do listen yeah. to the music that comes out. Now, Bradley is correct. We shouldn't even be reviewing this. The only reason no. why we are is because they used to be in the scene of what we do. Yeah. Like, they used to be part of it. Now, they're definitely not. 
I put them nope. in the same category of all the other shitty music that I hate. They yeah. do have good pop structure. If I wanted to listen to music like that, I would go listen to Tears for Fears and Aha and whatever fucking shitty 80s, you know, pop band that I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll put on Hot Tub Time Machine or Better Off Dead <laughs> or something, and I'll listen to the music that they were fucking listening to because that's what this shit is. It's weird to me also to see all the bands that I like saying that this album should be album of the year already. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like, does anyone not listen to heavy music anymore? What is going no. on? Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> I am too. James, all sorry. I'm... We've been, you go ahead. You got some stuff. To say. I was going to say, I was going to say, all I can say is don't talk crap about AHA. <laughs> no, I, I think they're fucking great. I, look, I can't hit that fucking high note. I don't think Bradley do can either. <laughs> Yeah, I no, just, I always... <laughs> there's no highs in this this album, man. Like he he doesn't. Yeah. There's maybe one or two songs where he actually stretches out his vocals. Like the rest of it is like this monotone, jazzy garbage. Like, <laughs> oh, come on. And but look, <laughs> once again, man, it's because we don't like pop music, so we don't know what we're talking about. We don't yeah. know what makes. And I do love. He also sorry. I wish people would go read this because I was so surprised that he turned out to be such a dick. So it was yeah. just really great to read all of his dickishness. And yeah. one yeah. of the things he said <laughs> is it's really difficult. The most difficult music to write is pop music. He literally yeah. said that. And look, here's the deal. It goes back to what I said when we were talking about Bring Me in that episode. So anyone who wants to hear us you know, completely rip that album apart, go listen. It's a free episode, so go listen to it. But mm -hmm. when, when I was talking about that, I was talking about the difference between pop and popular. Pop yeah. is short for popular, obviously. That's But pop is also a genre of music. So yeah. it is very difficult to write a popular song. It is yeah. not difficult to write a pop song. Those are two separate things. Writing, yeah. like watering down your lyrics, making it very tangible for the common fucking moron to like it. Yeah. That's pop music. So water yeah. down your lyrics, water down your instrumentation, because playing regular drums is not as difficult as playing double bass drums. Yeah. Playing basic <laughs> chords on your guitar is not as hard as doing technical fucking shit with your guitar. So just for everyone to know that, yeah. pop music is not hard to make. Popular no. music is hard to make. And I will say right. I called this, Ian. I called this. You did. I called it. I forget when it was. I told you this would be the year Emma Rosa takes a shit. I mean, <laughs> a and popular this, shit. Yeah, popular shit. And this is it. This is going to be the end of this band. Like, I'll say it. It's a hot take. I know it. <laughs> They're on Hopeless Records, okay? A, 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 a label within this scene of music, okay? And you put out this album. Who the fuck are you going to tour with? Oh. I the Mighty? Oh, my uh, God. Please, no. <laughs> Who? I the Mighty's album shits on this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is actually. It's much better than this. Yes. Like, I, I, who would you tour with? I mean, I, I'll listen to Water Parks before I listen to this. Oh. oh Take, it. It. <laughs> Take it back. Take it back. No, I need it. Oh, man. We're already back there. Wow. Yeah. James's first episode in Water Parks gets brought up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say that immediately. I don't know why, why my mind went to this, but 
all I can think about is the guys in like Mashuga reading this article. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then being like, "Oh, pop music's difficult to to write." Yeah, huh? it's huh. just that's I, it's so funny, and I think I might be. I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. I think I might be the only person who has made this point on multiple occasions that pop music is a genre, but also popular music is different than that. And I think that's yeah, what yeah. people have to fucking understand. Yeah. But I know nothing. I mean, Bradley already said I'm not Which, in the club. So <laughs> this yeah. leads me to my last, the, the last point here for James and Ian here. Is this mania or do I dare say cold world bad? <laughs> Does it belong in that, in that, no, in that duo? But that's just like saying, so I do think sometimes you have to separate the stuff because like we said, we don't review Ariana Grande music. So that's no. what this is in. It's not even in our scene. Like you can't even be like this is Cold World bad because it's Ariana Grande bad. Yeah, but it, I mean, like I said, it came out in Hopeless Records. This is gonna come up in my news feed, my my subscription feed on YouTube. This is gonna be there, so I, I'm gonna review it. I hope Bradley you, hears me talk about it. Do you? Are you gonna put? Are you gonna make I'd this rather. duo into a trio, boys? This is gonna be <laughs> on the Mania in Cold World bad. That's all I want to know. Uh, well, Mania also isn't in the scene either. Uh, people pretend it is. They do. Well, that they're pretending this is too, even though Bradley came out and said, this is pop music, not post-hardcore. Yeah. So I love it that people think they can have it whatever way they state. I think that's the funny thing because people still say, bring me our part of the scene. And it's like, no, they're not. They made an album that's all EDM and pop. So going yeah. by what Bradley yeah. said, I just love fucking saying Bradley because that name is so douchey. Like, he is a complete <laughs> douche nozzle. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> Another, a point I wanted to also say is, like, I know you guys probably Whoa. aren't fans. I think you've... James, what? did something happen with your mic? You're cutting a little bit with... um. There's, like, a feedback or something. Did you mm -hmm. unplug anything or move anything? No. Okay. No. All right, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, it was just like a crackling. Dave, did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Okay. All right. So, yeah, just to make sure. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, I was just going to say that uh, um, I know. No, I, it's still happening. Just keep going. Yeah, it, did, it just did. But we're, yeah. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. I was just going to say, I know you guys have said in the past that you weren't really fans, but I love Post Malone. Okay. Right. I, oh. I know that. <laughs> I know that other people don't, but I love the guy. Sure. And like. I don't ever expect for Ian hates music to review Post Malone just because he helps bring rock and metal to more recognition. Yeah. Like, well, he likes he, he likes metal, right? Yeah, but he doesn't make metal right. music though. That's true. Yeah. Well, he but at his shows he'll he'll cover like he'll cover like Sublime, he'll cover uh Rage Against the Machine, he'll cover oh, okay. like other stuff like that. Like not his per not his own music. No, his own music's like hip hop rap pop you know whatever you want to call it right. but at his shows he'll cover up different stuff and uh i don't know like like i said there ian hates music has like a certain style that we like to cover right and just this realm of music is just out of what we normally cover yeah no I, yeah. and i think that's i think that's right so yeah i think that's a good place to leave this we had some other news to talk about, but I realize we've been talking like fucking forever about this. So I think yeah. I think it's time to leave scene news behind and let's go ahead and go to new songs. Hey. 
All right, everyone, it is new song time, and we're just going to run through the hits right now of things we've been enjoying. One is Periphery have a brand new song out called Blood Eagle, and their new album, Periphery 4, Hail Stan, mm-hmm. <laughs> comes out April, <laughs> sometime in April. I, I fucking, I don't want Stan culture to reach Periphery, so I'm worried yeah. that that, <laughs> unless every song is about killing every person who's a Stan of something, I would fucking love it. I don't think that's where they're going, but I really like Probably this. Not. I like this track. I like Periphery. So yeah. the the only thing I'm hoping for is that it's not a double fucking album, because I think that's what, t- I mean, they do too much, I think. So if they mm-hmm. just scale it back a little bit and really yeah. let people get into the music, it's going to be great because they're all fucking talented as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's kind of like a era vibe to it, and I really yeah. like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they are... there's similar genres and everything, too. Mm-hmm. They are the godfathers of Degent, after all. That is yep. true. Uh, that is true. <laughs> Next up, uh, friend of the show news on this one Kingdom of Giants have signed with Sharp Tone Records, so congrats to them. And they put out a brand new track called Bleach, and I fucking love this. I think this is a yep. really good like follow-up to their last album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't go EDM, so... <laughs> they did good. not. They did not. So that was damn good. Another band here that I want to talk about is Vanish. They put out a brand... Now, they're with Hopeless as well, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, and I got an opinion about this one. Continue. I know what your opinion's <laughs> going to be. So, they are... I like I like the band Vanish. We had already done a review of their last album. We enjoyed it. They put out a new track called I'm All Out of Swipes. And let yep. me beat you to the punch. Are you saying that maybe they sound a tiny bit like Sleeping With Sirens? Sleeping with Sirens meets picturesque meets Pierce the Veil. Yes. Uh, it's not a bad thing, but that's what they're being known for so far. And I don't really – and it is painfully obvious in like the first single that came out. that This one isn't – I like this one more yeah. than that first one. Okay. Um, I'll say I like that. Both. I like both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it, at first it was kind of like, you know, almost like they were – I don't know if I want to say trying too hard, but – it was a turnoff for a lot of people. Well, I think they're still trying to find their sound because they are a relatively newish band. Yeah. Look, with Sleeping with Sirens and Pierce the Veil not doing what they do anymore, then I'm fine with a band stepping up and sounding a little bit like them. I mean, they're even swearing in the song, so they're not Sleeping with Sirens. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's my opinion. What do you think there, James? Uh... I'll be honest, I only listen to the 118 to 125 stuff, so I don't have an opinion right now. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> That's fine. I, didn't, I didn't realize I was supposed to listen to extra stuff. So Gotcha. Well, I'll, so we can... I'll continue on then, on this one. Okay. One of the ones, <laughs> the brand new track from Our Last Night, where the screams came back. I thought that was interesting. Did anyone else hear yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's not, I mean, I don't know if that will continue. What I thought was funny was I checked out some comments from people on social media, and there were a lot of comments saying, when are you guys ever going to change your sound? It'd be really great if you matured out of the sound and evolved. I'm like, they haven't screamed in anything in like four albums. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Like, they <laughs> did change their sound. Yeah. Up, like, yeah. big fucking time. So, who oh, knows yeah. with people? I don't know. Yeah, All I care about is their cover of uh, Who Let the Dogs Out. 
we're not gonna not gonna talk about that. <laughs> where they got the actual bahamut yeah it's, like, it's so good no it's so it's, good. no it's not so everyone it was it was very nice having james on the show <laughs> i haven't oh, liked man. one of their covers in years because they stopped oh, they they started doing covers that sound like the exact songs and that's not why mm. i listen to covers i want to hear a metal version but that dude that was yeah. i mean i know you're joking around but that was one of the worst things ever <laughs> it was pretty bad yeah like that would be playing like i'm sure i'm going to hell i think i'm already there but when i'm in no. hell like that's the song they will play it'll be that <laughs> and water parks and fucking amorosa and you'll all be a part of the peach club oh, oh yeah boy. finally well that would be heaven oh, Dave, if I was allowed in the Pete's Club, that would just be heaven. You wish, oh, buddy. I do. I do. All right. More friends of the show here. We're going to be talking about My Immortal Enemy that used to be Requiem. And yep. then their lead vocalist, as you probably know, Steven Giuliano, is from the amazing fucking band I Am Ghost. They had to change their name. I think there's probably legal reasons, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. They're now My Immortal Enemy, and they put out an album teaser for the new album, don't know when that's coming out yet. I can pretty much guarantee they will be on the show. So don't yeah. worry about that. But I fucking love this sound. It's mm-hmm. still one of my favorite because it's like, it's not I Am Ghost, but it's on the same vein. It's that dual vocal guy, girl with that gothy screamo post hardcore. Yeah. That's my zone. Like yeah. I fucking, I love that so much. So I am very excited for this. That's Ian's yeah. Peach Club sound right there. Yeah. And also, Dave is eating fucking gummy worms, and I'm going to slap him in the face if he didn't live in Ohio. <laughs> and then I want to take a drink of my Coca-Cola California raspberry. What? This is, is horrible. That? What is oh, that? It's, it, you know, I thought raspberry Coke was a good idea. Wait, are you um, just calling it Coke because it's a soda? No, is it's that... it's a Coke. Ian. Oh, it's actually like... It's yeah. an actual Coca-Cola product that if has it raspberry. If it wasn't Coke, it'd be a Pepsi or a – And then Dr. in the Bob. broader terms, it's called pop. Yeah, you guys in the Midwest say a lot of dumb shit. So that's what I was <laughs> – I was checking on what you actually meant by that. All right, that's weird. That is weird. It's horrible. It's Look, fucking horrible. I gave oh. up soda like for a long, long time, but now I'm drinking another one because I just have no energy. <laughs> But it's not fucking raspberry, I can tell you that much. Oh, you don't want this shit. Yeah, that's why we're just shooting the shit on a Friday. We're doing an Ian Hates Music to shooting the shit. That's why I'm not going to be editing the fuck out of this because I don't feel like it. So we're just going to be talking, you know, doing all the shit that we do. All right, we're going to finish this up because we still have a lot more to talk about. Yep. Last track on the list is Red Handed Denial, another friend of the show. They put out the music video and song, Clockwork. And... Mm -hmm. This was heavy. It was fucking great. I can't speak highly enough about this band. And this is only, this is going to be their first full length album. They've only put out an EP before. And this is just going to be huge. And they've even mentioned that Clockwork is nowhere near. It's probably the worst song on the album. Oh, wow. (laughs) So that's pretty bold. Pretty bold to be saying that. But bold strategy. (laughs) Let's see if it pays off for them, Cotton. (laughs) <laughs> but I think it will. I honestly do. I wouldn't be surprised if you hear them on the show again either. But again, I, yeah, I just want to let everyone know you should definitely be checking this out. 
It's fucking awesome. And I thought it was so weird. Recently, another quote-unquote controversy came up where someone on the YouTube channels was saying that Lauren should be... Because for anyone that doesn't know, it is a female-fronted band by Lauren Babick. She's in Crazy 88 as well. They were saying Mm. that she should show more skin. (laughs) And that's not... First of all, it's not Lauren's thing. I mean, if you've seen her do anything, she's always wearing, like, tons of shit. Like, that's what she does. But also... When did that, like, look, I'm all for making jokes and shit, but when did that become a thing? Like, I can't think of anyone ever saying that to people like women in our scene that are front women. Like, who's ever said that? They've never said it to Conquer Divide, never said it to Haley Williams. Like, you go through the list of people. When did that become a thing? Now, you sound pretty good. I just need a little bit more skin, (laughs) and (laughs) then I'll probably like it. Yeah. Oh, I will say, too. I know that plenty of women get on comments and when they're talking about seeing bands, they talk about how hot someone is, like the lead vocalist or whatever, and they do tell people, like, oh, you should do that with your shirt off. Like, it does happen. It happens both ways. But I just, I thought people would respect the talent that was coming from Lauren and not be like, oh, I guess I can't go to a porn site for some reason. So let me ask this lead vocalist to show more skin in her next music video. <laughs> yeah. It's so oh. fucking dumb. So, it, you know, I'm not a part of the white knight culture and everything. No. I don't care for that. I do appreciate people that are standing up for Lauren, though, and being like, dude, like, why the fuck do you need that? There's so much yeah. porn out there. <laughs> Maybe if Jack Black and of Mice and Men showed a little bit more skin, people would really go crazy over that. Oh man, we're there again. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> and we'll be back. There, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I think unless I'm mistaken, I think that's it for new songs, right? Yeah, that's it. Sounds like it. All right. So now we have a lot more to talk about. It is time for our favorite part of the show. All right, everyone, we are back. Favorite part of the show time is album review time. We are probably going to have to fly through like all of these because we have so many albums to talk about. So first thing to talk about, let's go with, I know this will be fun for for James here. We're going to do Cane Hill with Kill the Sun, an EP on Rise Records. It is six tracks, all acoustic. James, take it away. So... For all the, actually, you're all new listeners because this is my first episode. Um, Kane Hill is my favorite band, uh, bar none. They're, well, favorite current band, at least, you know, because that subject to change, but they've yeah. been my favorite band for almost a year. Uh, Too Far Gone was my favorite album of last year. Okay. And I adore this band with everything in me. And when they announced that they were going to release a strictly acoustic EP, I was a little skeptical. But I was also looking forward to it because You're So Wonderful, which is a song off their first full-length, Smile, is in, like, my top five songs by them. Okay. And so I was also very much looking forward to it at the same time. So when Kill the Sun, the single, came out, I was like, wow, this is really good. And then Acid Rain came out, and 
it took a little bit. That was a song that took a little bit to get me just because it was uh, I got a lot of like Alice in Chains vibes from it. And don't I like Alice in Chains, sure. but they're kind of like the grunge band that took me the longest to get into. So that song took the longest me for me to get into. And then the next single, 8060, No Escort, that was similar to Kill the Sun. And then the whole album, the whole EP came out and I loved every single song. Mm-hmm. Now, wow. I I know <laughs> where I know where you are. Wow, I know where you are. So <laughs> I I thought every song was great. Um, you know there are some there are some songs that I revisit more than others. Right, but I didn't. I don't skip any songs that I listen to that EP. Okay. So, Ian, what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, do me a favor <laughs> because I think people out there listening heard the kind of feedback that was going on. James, do me a favor while we're gonna talk about this. Unplug your mic and replug it in, and just double check that all the wires are perfect. I'm going to talk about Kane Hill. I'm a fan of Kane Hill as well, for sure. I've liked pretty much. Wow, pretty pretty much. I I should join Emerosa. I I pretty much <laughs> have enjoyed everything that they've done. I appreciate that this band is willing to take risks and they're willing to do whatever they want to do. They've always been that type of band. This I just don't care for because yeah. to me it's Alice in Chains meets Godsmack. And when I'm talking about Godsmack, I'm talking about songs like Voodoo and any acoustic version of any tracks they've ever done. They and it makes sense because Godsmack was or Alice in Chains were an influence for Godsmack. So it makes sense to me on that one. Eli's voice is great. I think he's a very good vocal performer. It's just for me, I want too far gone i want you know the new jesus i want that kind of cane hill this isn't the cane hill for me so it's great that they're doing whatever they want to do i could not imagine going to see them live and listening to this it's just not Mm -hmm. what i want not from this band so it's good for them to do whatever they want to do i'm glad james that you like it and i know other people do but for me it's just not my style yeah I I couldn't really get into it as as much as uh, the previous release. I I will say that it just you you know I think people listeners also know that's not really a Dave sound. It's more no. like the it's like the the butt rock kind of sound, and I'm not in I'm not really into butt rock. So I can butt tell rock, you, James Dancore, James loves like all of that. By the way, oh no, come on. <laughs> James, let's hear it. Can we hear your mic? Lip biscuit for life. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that it cracked again because you said that. So that's that's great. <laughs> I think, James, what I want you to do, I need disconnect, disconnect from this call and then reconnect. All right. We're going okay. yeah. to see if that fixes it. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Dave, we'll continue on. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll continue on. So James did say that Limp Biscuit is his favorite band. I he's think dead I think is what he said. Yeah. Is he is he serious? Oh, he's being serious. Yeah. For sure. No, he's not. Oh no, oh, no, man. he is. He is. James, that's <laughs> James, you were being serious about Limp Biscuit, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not even joking. I think it was Thursday. I listened ah. front to back at work. Uh, chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavor. Oh bar. my god! <laughs> well, you were just keeping rolling then, so I get it. Oh yeah, totally get it. Do it, doing it your way. <laughs> oh my god. 
All right. I don't know. I got to be honest here. I think we should just talk this out as a show right now. Something is happening with your connection, and I don't know what it is. I, I mean, it was fine for like 40 minutes or so. Yeah. And then now it's it's this weird like crackling that we've never had on the show before. So I don't I don't know what's happening. Is it one, two, or three. I love the audience. The audience is loving this right now. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why it's a Friday fucking show, people. So don't fucking complain. <laughs> Plus, all this shit is fucking free, too. This isn't fucking those other shows. They're like, oh, let me make you a club member before you get yeah. any content. This is, the, this is the damn Peach Club. We do what we want. That's right. We're in the Peach Club. Fuck yeah. Get some. <laughs> I don't think my... Keep rolling, rolling. Think... <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> <laughs> the, the question is why would any out. look even if we were charging why would anyone pay for this shit that's the question <laughs> they gotta move they gotta move and move out hands up hands down ah man. shit see it would be funny james i want to laugh but there's such a weird sound coming from your mic when you do it move in uh, move out hands up ah, hands it's still down. doing it <laughs> it's still doing it maybe you know what's happening i think the mic is rejecting you your wi-fi saying fuck this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my wi-fi my wife biscuit there you go well what was funny was you just the wi-fi did just say fuck you then but there's something yeah there's something happening with your mic and i'm just not sure what it is it's That's, almost oh, like man. if i were to take this gummy worm wrapper and talk when i'm doing it yeah like that that's that's what it sounds um, like every once in a while for you james it's weird because you don't have I mean, gummy worms Dave no. has them. Do you have gummy worms? Yeah. I don't. You're all the way in fucking Pennsylvania. Did Dave send you gummy worms? That would Pennsylvania be doesn't have gummy worms. They're not that high class. Oh, shit, son. They have mounds and almond joys. Take that. I just Take that, plugged. Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I live I oh, super close worse. to her. Oh, even, James is even worse right now. Look, I swear this isn't a bit. I swear you're gonna no, hear this no, show. I, I because we have so many albums to go over. That's why I'm hoping that we can get your fucking mic to work. We're gonna continue on because these bands deserve to be heard. So yeah. wrist meets razor, misery never forgets on prosthetic records, nine tracks. This is straight up hardcore. Yeah. I would say most songs are in the two minute range, classic hardcore, of course, and then one at the four minute range. Now, Dave, did you get a chance to listen to this? Uh yes I did, and it really resembled what I've sent you before. Um, it was a band I told you kind of resembled like a number twelve looks like you a little bit. Yeah, sure. It, it reminded me of that in a way. Yeah, I mean it's classic hardcore. I mean that's that's what it is. I was a big fan. For me, it's anarchy. I enjoy that. I enjoy weirdness in my music. Great high unclean screams. That was my big thing. I The vocals, I love that style of screaming. So I very much enjoyed that. I thought the weird thing, though, was in a nine-track album where all the songs are basically two minutes except for one, there's a track called Goodbye Sweet Betty, which yeah. is a two-and-a-half-minute filler track. And in a short album, why yeah. are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. That's, I always find that there's no need for it. I guess, right. you know, I, I just don't, I never understood that. It happens actually, I think more often now than ever. Like these interludes are becoming more of a, a thing. There's going to be an intro, interlude, and the last song is going to have kind of one of those like, like spacey. Yeah. yeah, it just. 
No. I don't like that that much. Yeah, not every band's like If I Were You, where they just go fucking 12 straight tracks of like hardcore yeah. goodness and then you're That's done. what we want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think the <laughs> James, <laughs> did you come back? Yeah. There you are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing I want to end with Wrist Meets Razor, because I'm sure, James, you're probably on the same page with us. They sound a lot like old school, old wounds. And to me, I'm completely for that, no matter what. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I like so that. this would be, I think, a really fun, weird-ass fucking band to see live. So I'm going to let everyone know, check out Wrist Meets Razor, because this is definitely worth it. My only issue was the, you know, the, int- the interlude track yeah. or whatever. So. Yeah. That was about it. So let's move on. We've got, this is going to bring up some stuff, I think. We've got Slaves, the revision EP on SBG Records. Obviously, we talked about how Johnny is no longer in the band. This is six tracks. They're all reimagined songs of previous releases. So they add strings, some electronics, you know, some tambourine, some acoustic guitar. But here's my thing. And I brought this up on social media. There is a difference between an acoustic track of a song and a reimagined version of a song. And to me, I still have not heard a reimagined version of the song that's better than the original. No, there's not many. Um, I can think of one, but I don't think you'll believe me. So (laughs) we'll just go on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just I think the original always hits harder and not as in style of music. But just uh-huh. they made it that way on purpose. So yeah. switching around where choruses are and stuff like that, and adding strings or adding whatever, to me just doesn't do it. Like I love that track, The Pact. I think that's yeah, a fucking yeah. amazing song. But then hearing that revision, it's just like, w- why? Like I'll just go listen to the original. Yep. That's my thought. So James, let's let's hear your mic. What you did you think of anything about the slaves? Um. Yeah. I mean. It's nah, been it's a still there. <laughs> keep going. Keep ah, going. Shoot. I was gonna say it's been a while since I listened. It's been a while. It's been a while. I don't know, man. We might yeah. just have to say goodbye for now. I mean, you can hang on if you want to, and you can go through. But without getting your opinion out here, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. All right. Well, let's. All right. We'll hang up with you. We'll finish up this shit, and then we'll talk after. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll call. We'll call you back when this is done. All right. Sounds, sounds good. All right, Dave. We're going to continue yep. on. So let's go with the Fever 333. Strength yeah. in number 333-ers. Yeah, So this is post-hardcore hip-hop, radio rock. Like I said, I'm. we're just going to breeze through this because we got to get this shit done. So yeah. 10 tracks, one intro track. To me, this is Rage Against the Machine meets Linkin Park. Yeah, it's. I mean, I said the same thing in this review that I think Steve from Desire said online. Yeah, like it sounds like Meteora and Rage. Yeah, and yeah, you know, go ahead. It, you know, it's it's not really my sound, uh, like, but uh, I've heard this is one of the greatest things ever live. And yeah, I've seen I've actually just read an article before we talked today where this is kind of overshadowing the Bring Me tour. Like, it's. They're perform- outperforming the other two acts by, like, big, like, attention-wise. Like, no one really gives a shit about Thrice. Right. So, and the, so that, that puts them to sleep. And then Bring Me comes on with their computers. So it's, 
it, it, you know, like you get a real sh- like the opener is the best performance. You know right. what I'm saying? Well, it was funny because I did actually see some people complain, and they're like, "Why does everyone like Fever? They're just like a choreographed dance group." Because nah. he is all over the place, but I've seen yeah. him. I've seen him live before. That's what he does. So yeah. I mean, I get it. Like it's not necessarily. This is not necessarily my style. Because like yeah. it's Rage Against the Machine because of the politics, and I'm all for that. But it's Lincoln Park in the choruses, and it just yeah. sounds a little out of place. But it's not bad. Like I no. like them. I'm interested to see how their music continues to change. This definitely uh-huh. wasn't a bad album, but you no. got to be in the mood for that kind of thing because now I can't get out of my head that every chorus sounds like Lincoln Park. Yeah. You don't so, want that in your head. No, it's a, it's a little weird. So I, I think people should listen to it though. Cause I think the message is good. I think Jason Butler's fucking awesome. They're really, really good live. So go see them live. I mean, maybe not on this tour. I mean, they don't, they don't mm-hmm. really need our help for selling this tour. Anyways, it's going to do very well, but just one of those things. Yep. Yeah. And I, I do want to see them. But I don't think I'm gonna pay to go see them like, like that tour. I wouldn't pay to go see right now. <laughs> right. No, that makes sense. All right, moving on. We've got Wars with As Within, So Without, an EP on A Wolf at Your Door Records. This is post hardcore from the UK. Four tracks, so not a whole lot to get into here. We've talked about them in the past. They put out a full length album that was pretty damn good. So yeah. uh, another EP before that as well, which I think people yeah. should check out. I mean, they're a great band at setting a mood, you know, from the opening track, uncleans yeah. and cleans throughout this. I think this EP shows that they've got staying power. I just want more, which means yeah. they're on the right track. But mm-hmm. I just, it's going to be a forgettable EP because it is relatively short. Yeah, EPs, man, they're they're so... They can hurt you. They rarely help, I think. <laughs> Honestly. Well, it gives I, people I, music. So yeah. it's something. It's just, you know, there are people who are going to revert back to their EP if they put out an album and say they were better before this than their EP. Why'd you fuck it up? Or, you know, it just EPs are, the, man, it's just walking on thin ice anymore. I, I don't know. Well, I, I hope thing. good things come of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, too, and look. I, I have to stress this. This is fucking good. They're yeah. doing everything right. It's just I think people are going to wish that there was more there. So mm-hmm. make sure you check this out and then go back and check out their full length and their other EP. So I think you're going to enjoy that as well. It's just you want more. That's just it. Yep. So next up, we have Drag Me Out with Pressure on Sumerian Records. This was or this is Electrono Post Hardcore. This was a surprise release as well. Yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, this is Dennis Stoff's new band. For anyone that doesn't know, he went from Make Me Famous to Down and Dirty to Asking Alexandria and then now is back in a band. I don't know how he continues to get yeah. bands and especially ones that aren't Sumerian. It's so fucking yeah. weird. It really is. Yeah. But I do want to mention, once again, I'm throwing things out there because I'm making fucking moves. I have the entire new lineup of Down and Dirty on the next uh-huh. Ian Hates Conversations. And they tell the entire backstory of everything that's happened to them so far. And right oh, now God. they're doing an Indiegogo for their first uh-huh. ever full-length album. 
So make yeah. sure you go check that out because they are so fucking talented. They've yeah. got they've also got Christian from story um from Villain of the Story. Yeah. As yeah. one of their vocalists and guitarists. Like it's gonna be great. So yeah. I'll have more information on that soon. But it's just it it's weird because there are no uncleans on this album. Dennis uh-huh. is supposed to be really good at uncleans, and yeah. there's none. And really, I listened to that, I was like, this is just fine. And I think, yeah. Dave, if we had planned on doing an actual huge review of this, we would have yeah. played the, hey, look at these terrible lyrics game. Because, yeah. They're, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they're boring and unoriginal. It's so yeah. ridiculously bad. Yep. I have a feeling Dennis is a slug of a human being. Yeah, just, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. You'll hear a little bit more. But you'll hear some more stories about other people in that conversation as well. I yeah. just think it's weird. He must have something on Sumerian because I yeah, don't oh, yeah. understand. I, I I just never understand why they keep on going back to him. Yep. So I don't know either. It is what it is. I mean, I don't really want to give them publicity. I it's not I I don't know. He just doesn't seem like the greatest of people. No, no. I I, I found that out or I had that vibe a, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It's a very forgettable album. That's yeah. that's the deal. If you like it, that's fine, but it's relatively forgettable. Now, though, we're going to go on to Judiciary with Surface Noise on Closed Casket Activities. This is mm-hmm. a hardcore band from the great state of Texas. First full-length album, two EPs before this one, and there was a split with one of the others. Nine tracks, one filler. They have features from God's, God's Hate, Knock Loose, and Mortality Rate. I just I loved this great chuggy hardcore. Well, I, who doesn't? Well, that's the thing. It's just so fucking good. And then they have Knock Loose join in. Like this is the hardcore that you know the songs go over two minutes, and it's got that mix of metal in it. And mm-hmm. I just love those fucking chugs, man. I just love them. Yeah. So can't get enough. Yeah, can't get enough of those chugs. There should be a shirt. There should be a shirt that says that. But yeah. I love jugs. I oh yeah. Well, I love jugs and chugs. There should yep. be both. There should be both on there. Relatively sexist, but who would you know, whatever. But I, I bet I bet this is a really fun band to see live. I would recommend everyone listen to this fucking thing. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. hmm And I apologize. We're going really fast. That's because for one, you gotta talk to James. And the other one yeah. was we weren't really expecting to spend another fucking hour on this. So it's, yeah. it's like a catch up session. That's what it was going to yeah. be. So I don't want to like, you know, get, I, I want to give the bands the time that they deserve, but there's not much. Plus Dave was not prepared for this either. So no, not, not for all of them. No. Right. All right. You bet your ass. I was prepared for him Rosa, but you, you definitely were. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, now, I, I don't want to hit this too hard because I know James really want to talk about them. But you've got The Drowned God, I'll Always Be the Same on Solid State Records. This is eight tracks. Their previous EP, I think it was an EP. I don't know if you call a full length eight tracks or not. Yeah, not I don't exactly, know. Not exactly sure. But holy fuck, is this depressing. Yeah, it's really just like the same tone. The Throughout entire the entire time. time, right? Yeah, not not what I wanted. Well, here's the thing: very talented, love yeah, oh, the yeah. uncleans, like so many sweet. Like it just, it might have been missing, and I'm sure maybe even James would make me like it more. But for me, it was hard to get through because it wasn't like a ghost key or a silent planet 
where there yeah. was a tonal shift somewhere. Yeah. It yeah. was just like the same gear yeah, the entire yeah, time. The entire time. And that's cool to be able to do it. And I bet you once yeah. again, this is a great live band to see them pull that yeah. off. But you better be in that state of mind to listen to that album because this yeah. is the kind of shit that you turn on when you've got your significant other, you know, with you uh-huh. and you're trying yeah. to be trying to be fucking sexy and this comes on, it's gonna yeah. ruin the fucking mood. That's, yeah. just, that's just the way it is. But they're talented. Like I don't wanna I'm not writing off this band. I'm gonna listen to anything that they have come out because I hear the talent. I just think you have to like I didn't connect to it. I think you need to have that certain mood set or mindset yeah. to get into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It is. It's a you really you have to either have that mindset or really somehow be able to relate lyrically, and I hope you really can't. I hope so too. I mean, <laughs> I'm super depressed all the time, so I got a lot of it. But yeah. still, it's like holy fuck! Like that's that's tough. That is tough. Yeah. Next up, we've got King A10 with Suicide King. It's an independent release, so they're no longer on Roadrunner, I guess, which is interesting. Now, mm-hmm. King A10 are always a weird fucking band. They're weird. So weird. <laughs> And they're very divisive with their fans because they'll do the extra hard, heavy shit from back in the day where they're talking about murdering and killing people. And then they'll do like these weird acoustic jazzy tunes that are also about killing people. But it's just (laughs) a weird, it's a really weird take on everything. I like this album because I tend to like everything that they do. Yeah. But I get that certain people won't connect in certain ways. Yeah. I will say, though, I tend to go back to two songs on this album constantly. Yeah. One is 45. Mm-hmm. The other is fucking Bang Guns. <laughs> I love that fucking song. I don't know why. That whole, like, I get, like, super pumped up. And I'm like, wow, yeah. I wish I lived in a state that gave me the rights to own guns. Because <laughs> holy fuck. I don't know why I was like, this should be every song in the Punisher series. Now they have a whole bunch of songs about killing people. Oh, but yeah. do they have songs about attempting to kill someone then fail at, failing at it? <laughs> yes. They call it the As I Lay Dying story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's Alpha and Lambesis. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and look, it's once again, I like weird shit. This is a very fucking weird band, but they're very open about like you truly believe like knowing James Gunn, I believe that's his full name, knowing his actual experiences in life, this isn't an act. That's no. that's the thing. This is definitely no, you not can a tell. fucking act. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's cool to hear that, but if you want just a jam, you just want to get yeah. angry, just fucking bang guns, man. It's yep. so fucking good. I love it so much. Oh, fuck. Next up, I think we can... Let's go to some of the newer stuff from today, right? Okay. And yeah. then we'll go back because I, I want to highlight one specific band for sure. So today we talked about Emerosa. Yeah. I also want to talk August Burns Red, Phantom Sessions on Fearless Records. Yeah. This is a band I can never connect with. Same here, man. Yeah. I can't. Super talented. Like, yep. really talented. If you listen to the Zelda, like, these are all covers. If you listen yeah. to the Zelda, you know, like, instrumental cover they do, it's very cool. I just, I know they're talented, and I'm sure they're great guys. I just don't connect to their music. No, it, 
they're also usually stuck in the same gear, you know, and it's True. just something I can't connect with because I like nothing stands out. It's almost like a hands like houses disorder, you know, where it's like <laughs> everything kind of sounds the exact same. Right. Kind of yeah. like drown God we just talked about, you know, it's just, it's stuck in this rut, you know, and it's either really high or really low or in the middle. They are a little bit higher, but it's just always right there. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll never take away from the talent. No, it's just, it just doesn't connect. But if you like that kind of thing, if you like that really technical work where it kind of stays the same level, then make sure you check it out because yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Just don't connect yep. with it. That's all. Yep. Next up, a quick one. Zayal, they have a two-song EP. I mean, it's called Decoding the Mobius Strip on Observed Observer Recordings. It's good. It's just two yep. tracks. And it's yeah, them it's being two. heavy. They have not lost their heaviness. It's a cool It's cool shit. It's just two yep. tracks. So you're going to get through it pretty quick. Yeah, That's it's a quick one. <laughs> yep. Next up. Sentinels with unsound relocations, or it's not relocations, recollections, unsound uh-huh. recollections on Stay Sick recordings. I enjoy it. It's like nine tracks, so it's a little bit shorter than I thought it might be, but it doesn't yeah. matter. It's just angry fucking progressive <laughs> metalcore. Yeah, like, it's angry. Yeah, genty and all over the place. It's, yep. it's like I wanted to throw things in my apartment. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's fucking right. That type of music always has the best music videos too, man. Yeah, they Can't do a beat good those. job. Yeah, and they're a smaller band that I think now this is going to really pick them up. Hopefully. So, yeah, I would hope so. So definitely go check that out. The other band that I really enjoyed a lot as well was Emerosa. No, it's <laughs> Envisions, a UK band. They have a brand new album out called Between You and Me on Stasic Recordings as well. I fucking love going through this. They're not breaking any doors down they're not like creating anything completely Uh, new they're just perfecting it i think yeah they're doing a really fucking good job at that like adding in all those genres of music like they have some electronic core metal core gentiness like they're putting it all together and making a really fucking interesting album yep and uh that's that's what i'm all about right there exactly i just want good fucking music yeah, and that's I don't need like I don't want to hear that the next time they make an album that they decide to go pop. Like yeah. I don't want that. I want the uncleans. I want the cleans. I want the fucking yeah. high screams. I want the you know the deathcore wails. I think they yep. do a fucking great job at all that. Yeah, you know pop music's harder to write anyway. So it is. It's the that. hardest. So I don't think bands yeah. should try. Don't even try. Make the easy ones. The Just easy. let Bradley do it. Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> And now, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to finish off with a band that I am super impressed with. So this band is called Light the Fire. They are out of Dallas, Texas. And I'm looking up right now just to make sure I have all the information correct. Let me get to it. Here we go. Super professional. Like, obviously, (laughs) everything has gone wrong tonight. And, like, literally, I have this stuff normally, like, right ready to go. So Light the Fire compassion in unlikely places on standby records this is post-hardcore metalcore electronic core from dallas texas as i mentioned 10 tracks i don't believe there's any filler in this this is their third album if i'm not mistaken oh they do have an intro track it's Uh called omega but it's an intro track that i like because it's an actual song that's like Uh, a minute and a half and it Uh shows you this is what you're getting from this fucking yeah. album. 
And that yep. it's like one of those hype up intro tracks. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I really enjoy that. Also, when they're doing the electronics, it's not like a bunch of bleeps and bloops and shit like that. It, it works for what they're doing and they've been doing it for a long time. It's a little similar to like not as much time, but it's, it's similar to if I were you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that. And I like that a lot. I like getting to the heavy right away. I think the uncleans and cleans were a plenty. I thought they were very good as well. I really enjoyed all my listens to this. Did you get a chance to listen? Yes, I did. This one I, I did listen to. I just, I'm not confident enough to like really break it down as much as you are. I think. Oh yeah. No, I, I really, I latched onto this. I connected with this album and what I thought was also great about them where they were, they had the ability to be super heavy and basically do tracks with only uncleans in most cases. Yeah. But then they'll do a track like The Departed, which barely has any uncleans, if at all. But it's mm-hmm. still heavy, fun, and catchy. And it's great yeah. when a band has that kind of versatility. And I think yeah. that's what's great about this band. Versatility and execution are fucking yep. awesome. So yeah, I, I just love yeah. being able to tell like different tracks on an album. Like I can say, oh, I'll remember this one. Yes. So I can go back to it. I hate it. If I can't know, if I can't like remember what track was what, I, 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 that's when I have to admit to myself that we have a little bit of a blending issue going on here. For sure. No, absolutely. And I don't need everything to sound like a completely no. different genre. I just no. need structure wise to have yeah. different lyrics and different structure. Like that's, that's yeah. what I need. But that's why this band, I mean, they they fly under the radar. So that's why I wanted to highlight them a lot on this one. So once again, make sure you go check out Light the Fire, Compassion in Unlikely Places on Standby Records. And I think that brings us to the end of album reviews. Am I correct (laughs) on that? Yeah, that's it. Awesome. There we go. Now, Dave, I don't know if you had anything else planned, but I'm pretty sure we can call it a day, right? I think so. My army's about to pull in the driveway. Yep, and we got to talk to James as well. So on that note, it's time to end the show. Let's end her. If you think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous buzzer, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass! All right, Dave, it is end of the show time. Hit me with some plugs. I got some plugs for you. I'd really be on the lookout for anything Ian hates because hate to spoil <laughs> something, but there's something good coming, like really good. Oh, there's okay? some really fucking good stuff. Like, there's very, It's a very rare occasion Ian lets me in on a little like interview. <laughs> this one I got to hear. Right, so, that is true. Yeah, that one of the, one of my favorites. Did I announce it already on the show? I thought I said it earlier on. I don't. Yeah, did partially. No, we'll let, we'll let think... them figure out. Maybe people got to yeah, go but... back. They got to go back and yeah. listen. But yeah, yep. there's there's a big one coming that I think people are gonna really. I, it's been years in the making. I think people are gonna fucking love. Plus, like I yeah. said, down and dirty. I think people are gonna enjoy. I don't think people have ever heard a story like yeah. what they're going to tell. Uh-huh. on an Ian Hay or any other interview show. I don't think so. So right. that's coming up. Plus, I have a huge announcement that I can't make yet. But let's just say I've been doing what I do 
and you're going to see like you might have been like oh Ian's Ian's only releasing two episodes a week like that's <laughs> that's so little for him like what's going on let's just say there's something else in the works oh, all right boy. I don't know that one no <laughs> but I, that's because I can't talk about it to anybody yeah so there's lots of stuff coming with that I have an interview basically like every day every every week every day pretty much. And then I've got more Ian Hates Love coming. I've got some Ian Hates movies. The hope is that we find out whatever issue James is having and James yeah, we'll becomes yeah a regular co-host. I think if we have the time, Dave and I and James will do Shoot Your Shit episodes on Fridays or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this, is, this was supposed to be done on Monday, but there were other issues that we couldn't do. So yeah, in a couple months. I think in a couple of months, uh, yeah, you know how Emma Rosa loves to release those reimagined albums. Oh. Uh, so maybe we can shit on them then too. Well, maybe they'll reimagine it as a post-hardcore song. Oh, maybe. You never, you never know. Those never are too know. easy to write. That is true. So I would give James a bunch of plugs, but I'm not sure how he wants to sort those out. So we'll just yeah. say thank you very much, James, for coming on. And he should be a regular co-host on Ian Hates Music for now. If you want to follow me, subscribe to shows, all that kind of shit, you can at Ian Hates Podcast on Twitter, on I believe it's Facebook and Instagram at Ian Hates. And then you can obviously you can email me, IanHates at gmail.com. And like I said, go subscribe, rate Ian Hates Love, Ian Hates Music, Ian Hates Movies. Yep. The love one is getting a ton of fucking exposure. Like, Sweet. people are really loving that. There'll be Good. a Valentine's Day special coming out soon, so you'll enjoy that one as well. But really, man, I think I covered everything, and I think I heard people on your end, yep. if I'm not mistaken. So it's about time to shut this down. Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Uh, well, guys, welcome to the fucking Peach Club. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. I wasn't. Oh, yeah. Rest of this year. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to you, Intention is you. This is your desert song. So I'll write.